Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everybody to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. Once again with Craig and Jeff, and we're here for the week 16 recap. We're going to recap everybody's championship weeks. And one of those people sitting right here, Jeff. How were your championship games? Uh, they were wonderful. I won. I, you did. So two-time champ, two out of three leagues. I won. The other one I took third. Um, but yeah, it was a. It got a little hairy there at the end. We did the two-week championship run, so you really do have to. It's the long play. But um, second week, Aaron Rodgers goes <laughs> off, and I played him in both leagues, so he made me sweat it out. But overall. Uh, Kelsey, yeah, uh, he ended up winning it for me. So it was it was a whole lot of fun. So two two championships this year. I mean, is that your first two championships? My first two championships. It's the podcast is good luck. Yeah, I guess so. And we were, I was laughing because we uh, in one of them we looked at the stats. One of these leagues that me and Craig are both in. Um, neither of us had won a championship yet, and it's just one of those where it's the craziest. <laughs> I don't know how we had. Yeah, the craziest teams always win it. And um, you look at ours over the course of, you know, the how many years we've been doing it. And we are by far, I think we're one and two. Yep. We're in the top three. One and two in points scored throughout, <laughs> and we've never won one. So finally, and finally the guys, yeah, <laughs> finally the good guys won one. So we feel pretty good about yeah, that. That's so not bad. This podcast has two championships this year, and I didn't contribute. So well, it's about time. I think uh, uh, I think you were pulling your weight beforehand, so that's good. Man, but I, yeah. it, was, it was actually kind of I was actually a little disappointed to see how well my players did this week because I'm just sitting there thinking all I had to do was play the Falcons defense in Week 14, and I would have been a champion again right there. Did you tell me uh, this? I, every year, I feel like man. in our main one, I always do this, but you end up looking at how well your team did or who you thought you were going to play. And, and match it up and see if you would have won. Did well, you do that this year? I've only had to do this twice, Jeff. That's a very so, good point. I mean, I'm always <laughs> in that game. Point, yeah. But, yeah, I did actually do that, and I figured, I mean, I would have won <laughs> easily. But I had I had Aaron Rodgers with his 40, uh, yeah. what, 45 points this week. Yeah, you know, he was the top, you know, 45 in ours. And in standard, if you're going with four-point touchdowns, he had 36. But he was ridiculously oh, good. Dominant. I had Jay Ajayi went over 200 yards again. His third time this year, he's had 200 yards. That was – he had been kind of down for a bit there, and there he goes. <laughs> 33 carries it took him to get there. He got a touchdown on it, but 206 yards rushing again for that guy. Just – he's going to be an interesting player next year for, for drafts. Like, where's he going to go? What do you – what do you – what would – like, think about – you got to think that he's a top-10 running back, right? Yeah, like, is he like a second-round pick next year kind of player? He's like this – I mean, uh, I would I would say probably end of second round. Yeah, I mean, when you have three two hundred yard games, that's that's impressive in a season. Yeah, it doesn't matter how many carries you got to get there. That's that's very impressive. Yeah, I, I mean, don't see any reason he wouldn't be. And then like David Johnson, twenty nine point six points. Like, dude, and and once again, I mean, we don't even have to say it, but the three guys we keep mentioning, right? The three guys that we're always like, next year they're going to be one, two, and three, no doubt. Yeah, Bell had twenty five points. Exactly, it doesn't matter. Zeke, Zeke didn't Zeke. play as much. You know, they took him out, and he still okay. He, he barely played. He, he didn't even like. He feel like he barely played the second half. He had twenty one point two points. This is like, 
Ah, oh, man, those three players. They're unbelievable. And uh, they're so young. You're going to have to keep in our main keeper league, Jeff. They're so young. Zeke. Are you keeping Zeke for like wow. 70-some that dollars is, out of a $200 auction budget? I say, that's, that's budget. a discussion for uh, a It is, time. but that's just – good thing you don't have to make that decision right now. No. I think you, I would be leaning towards doing it, towards keeping him. I might, honestly. I've never <laughs> thought I would keep someone for $70. I think you have to. It's so good. It's so so good. And then let's talk about some of the other players this week that really helped. Apps this guy right here. I'll talk about. He probably helped not one team this week. Yet he was probably one of the the best player, Adam Thielen from the Minnesota Vikings. (laughs) I don't think. I mean, he was started in six four six point four percent of leagues this week. Six point four, and he puts up thirty two point six points off twelve catches for two hundred two yards and two touchdowns. You know, it, we haven't talked about him. I, I, this is the first no. time we've ever mentioned his name. He had one one other game where he kind of had that breakout well, a he few had, weeks back, and then. But Vikings are so tough to tell what they're going to do in the passing game. Yep. So obviously, no one really talked about him. They're kind of like, you know, he's a really deep sleeper, this and that. Yeah, but. he had one. He had an eighteen point seven game in week five, twelve point five in week eleven, then he had ten point one two weeks ago in week fourteen. So <laughs> okay, so. What he's been able to do this last week, does that put you on his radar? I I think he's a very, like, especially for this coming week. If if there's anybody out there that actually plays week 17, which I wouldn't recommend it, and I hope you don't, but there is leagues out there that do it. He is a good, I think he's a wide receiver three with the amount of catches he's getting. I don't see why not. Like, he's been getting, if, if you're in a PPR league, yes, of course. I mean, he had four for 101 two weeks ago, seven for 86 three weeks ago, eight for 53 four weeks ago. Those are all pretty solid numbers, really, if you look at it. I mean, if that's your floor of five, 50 to 60 yards, if you're in a spot where you need somebody to play, especially if you have, you know, people that aren't going to are gonna sit out or injuries, I don't see why you don't play him. I think I'd be pretty confident playing him. That's a in the playing against Chicago. Nothing special about Chicago's past defense. Yeah, it's not like they're going to sit Thalen either. Like, No, he's going to be... I mean, where's Diggs? What happened to Diggs? What happened? What happened to any of the Vikings wide receivers? I mean, I still, I still have no idea. They have no run game, so no, I, I, I have no idea what they've done all year for offense. Yeah, I would. I think I'd play him. I think I'd play him and be completely comfortable with it. I really right. do. I'll tell you one step farther as well. Is does this put you? Does, is he on your radar for next year? When you're going to go into the draft, do you think this Honestly, is something he can carry on? My worry with him is the fact that, yes, they still do have digs. They, I mean, what is Laquan Treadwell? We don't know. I mean, is he going to be a player? So, and, I mean, who's the – I mean, Teddy Bridgewater will be back. So it could be a little better, better situation. But I don't see why I wouldn't throw, a, you know, if it's auction league, a dollar on him at the end of a draft, put him on your bench and see what he does. I actually just picked him up in our Dynasty League. The other day, I like that. So no risk. Why? Why not see what he does? I don't know for sure, but I feel like he's been getting constant, consistently getting more action, more targets. It's been building and building and building. I mean, we just haven't talked about him, but I've been I've heard his name many times lately. I've watched him play and seen. Okay, this guy's he's he's getting involved in the action. So it could be something that's building. And the problem is the guy who's getting all the you know is throwing in the ball all the time isn't going to be his quarterback next year. There's no, I, I maybe, well, maybe if Bridgewater can't recover from that injury, it's pretty significant knee injury. So that is, that's possible. And they gave up a lot for Bradford. So, I mean, it doesn't, they're not going to make the playoffs this year. So I don't, I don't know what, after that great start, I don't know what that team is necessarily going to do. I mean, 
it seems like they have to make a lot of decisions, especially, you know, AP, yeah. your QB, what you're going to do with those wide receivers we just talked about. Their defense, um, they have some good pieces that are relatively young. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, a good start. I think I think he's going to be just a solid option. I really do. Nothing special. He's not going to be somebody you want to have. Yeah. But those are the kind of guys, you know, the very unsexy picks that yep. we, you know, talk about. Like, I remember always talking about Macklin that way. Um, you know, he was, me, he's... He's I like, mean, not not necessarily this year, but beforehand, right? He's not on a high-powered offense, but yep. he gets a lot of catches. He he did, he flies under the radar. Yep. Yeah, I, I think he I think he could be a solid player. It seems like it's building that way, but you know, I would definitely. It's going to be a guy that I'm going to be looking at getting in this end of draft next year. I really, really do. Yeah, and a lot of those guys you don't end up keeping anyway. I mean, no. let's be completely honest. Your last, you know. <laughs> four picks or something are always on the cutting block yep. because of waivers and everything like that. So, you know, he's someone that if you're going to spend a buck on someone, um, it's not a bad way to go. No, that's kind a of, very solid one. Kind of intriguing. Yeah, I definitely, definitely think so too. And then, well, we talked about Rodgers a little bit with his 45, and then he's throwing them all to Jordy Nelson. God, yeah. it just doesn't stop. Jordy, Jordy's finally, like, completely just healthy. Earlier in the year, we were kind of worried about him a little bit. He had that stretch from, I think, weeks five, six, seven, where he wasn't doing anything. We're like, what's going on? Since then, he's just been lights out. I mean, he's only had in the – I mean, actually, if you literally look at it all season long, in what, out of 15 games this year, he's only not caught a touchdown in four of them. He's caught a touchdown in 11 of 15 games. That is mind-blowing. And three of them were double digits, so it's just – you know, like they're dumb. You know, two touchdowns. I mean, that's his numbers are just ridiculous right now. What about? He's another player interesting for next year. He's another well, he's year older. Well, he's <laughs> okay, let's put into perspective too. And this is obviously um, the league that we're in that I'm looking at right now. But he is all he's ranked at the number two wide receiver overall. Crazy. And do you know who is behind? Let's see. Who would be Mike Evans? No, actually, Mike Evans dropped from there. He did. Who who is the number one right now? Antonio Brown. Okay, which of course, yeah. Shouldn't be. I mean, that's funny though yeah. because Antonio Brown has he's kind of done it quietly. He has if you, in a way. If you can that's be the number I, one like, quietly. Yeah, he really hasn't. He's been just really consistent yeah. for a while. There it was Evans was ahead of him. I know for a yes, bit. yeah, who was. And then Evans has kind of slowed down. Well, this past week he finally got the touchdown, but he had those three. Yeah. Three poor weeks in a row. I think he's what probably the third. I mean, and there's night. not a uh, a credible amount of points between you know the top five positions. Yep. It's actually it's top four really, and then it kind of takes a, a dip. But Jordy Nelson is only point two points behind Antonio Brown. Man, I mean that's the kind of production he's had this coming year. Coming off an ACL injury, yeah. too. Like that's and you know you're worried about him coming off the injury, being older, blah blah blah. That I mean, he, does not matter. But he doesn't get talked about with Antonio Brown, Odell Beckham, Mike Evans, to me, Julio Jones. He's not. He and, never gets talked about. And in that one, group. he won't. And he won't get talked about in that group again next year. You just he'll be one year older. That's what they'll say. Yep. Now, if you could get, I think you. In, yeah, I think you can steal him. You could. I mean, if you could steal like in your draft, if you could get like a Lashawn McCoy towards the end of the first and turn around and get Jordy Nelson in the second, something like that. Yeah. They're a little. They're they're guys that are people are, are going to be hesitant on because they're yeah. older and. And I guarantee that they're gonna. They'll, they always prop up the younger guys, right? They always want to. So if Jordy, for some reason, he. I mean, I could. I. This is all speculation, obviously, but I could see him falling to round three, even something like that, and yeah, you could scoop him up easily. because. I guarantee they're going to be like Devontae Adams. They're going to probably 
really up him because he did wonderful as well, and he's much younger. So there's going to be one of these changing of the guard situations that they always oh, yeah. like to talk about. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Tyreek Hill, they're going to prop him up. Michael Thomas, you know, Tyrell Williams, Amari Cooper. These guys are all insanely young, and they've all had solid seasons. Yep. Yeah, that's he's one of those guys that just keeps – he's just going to keep doing it as long as Aaron Rodgers is his quarterback. It's, you're never – it's not going to be – no, I mean, be different. He's just going to keep scoring points. <laughs> I mean, Aaron Rodgers ha- has been able to put two of his wide receivers in the top ten overall yeah, in the wide is, receiver category. <laughs> that is pretty amazing. That is pretty. And one of them, and it's not Randall Cobb. Right? Yeah, <laughs> no, which is, that is actually You would have incredible. heard that stat earlier in the year. You would have thought, okay, it's Jordy Nelson, it's Randall, Randall Cobb, Cobb, right? Randall Cobb is just almost an afterthought at this point. Yeah, I mean, he is. I don't, I generally, I genuinely do not know where he has dropped to. <laughs> you don't even think like he's not even a I wouldn't he's a player I'm not excited about for next year. Like really I'm not at all. No, he hasn't shown anything this year. And I don't know why that is. I have no idea. I feel like he he has the talent but he's just not I mean, oh well. But yeah. no more for Nelson and Adams than I guess. And That's, speaking <laughs> of just because we're on the you know, the uh the mindset of who is going to be flying under the radar once yep. again. Doug Baldwin. Yeah. He's just ninth yeah. ninth or I'm sorry, eighth. Eighth overall in wide receivers. And I guarantee many people went over him and for a lot more money. Oh yeah. He's just not really thought about very much. No, and Even I mean now. I know why. I mean I do. Because obviously, you know, he will have those down weeks. But I mean he had nineteen targets this past week. <laughs> that is <laughs> thirteen catches, one hundred and seventy-one yards and touchdown. Yeah, so I mean he has some targets. monster games. He but. really does. And he's a guy you can get a little later for, oh, for wide receiver two, and actually be quite happy with it. He's had some down weeks here. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. He does have. He has these huge weeks, and then he has down yeah. weeks. But you know. He's but, never going to get you a zero, like Des no. Bryant negative. Like okay, Des Bryant yeah, that's, that's funny. And then, yeah, I mean, not to go off on a tangent, but are you kidding me? So I'm, I'm watching this just in pain, how he gives me negative points, cost me the championship now opportunity. Now he's throwing touchdowns. Yeah, now he's throwing touchdowns. So it was, that was just a big F you to right into oh, my face. Man. Oh, so I'm going to talk about some other receivers, too. Sammy Watkins had a huge game. Seven catches, 154 yards, and a touchdown. He's, is he healthy now? I was just saying, is too he late. Just, but. Is he going to be that player that's always just, like, you know, I won't baiting trust, you? I will not trust him next year. He is just another – he's going to be the guy. Now, this right here, he's probably going to have a big week again next week. And well, maybe not. Tyrod Taylor's not actually the quarterback next week. It's going to be EJ Manuel. So maybe he won't. But if he, if he does, all he's going to do is drive up his value for next yep. year. And people are going to pay way too much for him or draft him way too early. And he's, I, I would be really hesitant to put Sammy, unless Sammy Watkins is my third receiver, I don't want him on my team next year. I would agree with you. I think the price tag is way too high, and he has to show me that he can get through a season without being injured. Yeah, that's The injury risk is way too high for me. Yep. I'm not confident at all. What is, look at Cameron Meredith. Can't, we're talking about next year's guys. Like he, He's another guy for next year. What are people going to think about him? Early mm. what, in the, week five and six, he went with his – he had his 20 catches for 243 yards on touchdown. For combined for weeks five and six. Now this past two weeks, he has 18 catches for 239 yards and a touchdown. Basically almost identical to what he did weeks five and six when everyone was, you know, in love with him. He did it these last two weeks, but even the week before that against Detroit, six for 72 and a touchdown. 
I, I mean, <laughs> like, I don't even know what to think. Like, I thought this guy was, I thought this was just nothing. Like, those couple weeks were... You wonder if it's just the NFC North, where you just, you look at all these teams, and, you know, I think uh, Chicago is much like the Vikings. So, obviously, we talked about the Vikings. Now we talk about Chicago. What is your quarterback situation really going to look like? They're, you know, it seems like Cutler is always on the hot seat. Um, I think the only the only thing you can bank on is the fact that Jordan Howard will be there. Because yep. I think he's a young, bell cow, new um, stud. And then Elshon, I assume he'll be there. But if they're Maybe. blowing up the team, I he, don't know. he can get you a lot of stuff. I don't think he's going to be. No, he's going he's to be a free agent, I believe. I don't think they're going to re-sign him. Is he a free agent next year? I think he is. And I don't believe Ooh. they're going to re-sign him. I don't see why. They, at this point, why? Why? Yeah. Why do they? I mean, I would, yeah. I, I don't. I wouldn't blame him for not, just because he, he's worth a ton of yeah. money. And if you don't sign him, you can get more people. Well, it's, it's, it's too bad that they don't have him locked down, because they could trade him for draft picks, which yeah. they desperately need. Well, like, speaking of Jordan Howard, it'd be like another 18 for 119. Like, just another solid, solid game. He's just been a very good player this year. Yeah. Is not even talked about enough. I feel like for how good he really has yeah. been, like on a bad team yet, and he's still doing that. He's what the he's the ninth ranked running back this season, you know. And if people got him for nothing, he, he's one of those that you if if you ended up with him, he's he really is one that turned around some people's seasons. Yeah, that's for sure. But <laughs> looking at some other running backs on this list, just talk about Isaiah Crowell. I want to talk about him because he was so good early in the season for me. I had him on my team, and then he just was terrible for week, week after week after week after week. <laughs> and then, then he has two touchdowns this past week, 17.8. If you have him on your team and you are playing week 17, you play against Pittsburgh, who really has nothing to play for, play Crowell. He might have another good game. Also, can we just take a moment to celebrate Robert Griffin? <laughs> my God. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> <laughs> he comes back, and I'm just—I can't. I don't even know what to think about I, that guy. I just love the fact oh, that the God. Lions stand alone once again. Oh. That the Browns will not go 0 16. So that designation for the worst team ever will stick with Detroit. Jeez, I was actually very happy that I saw they won because it is such a brutal year they've had. It is. I mean, to the point where we literally were playing people. Just because they were playing Cleveland, didn't matter who they. No, were. it didn't matter. It just you're uh, you're a second, you know, second tier running back. Yep. Yeah, you're playing my number one position. <laughs> oh man, we another guy we actually did talk about the, the play. Finally, was Todd Gurley. We're like, finally, Todd Gurley has a matchup where he can do something. He had fourteen point seven points. The problem is, <laughs> he played San Francisco and ran the ball twenty three times and only got sixty seven yards out of it. Oh man, I don't know if it's. It, I, I tend to believe it's the team and not Gurley. I think the guy's talented. But if he, he's not getting out of that situation. So no. What is he going to be next year? So he's still going to be a second-round pick next year. Uh, and he's still going to he, be, be drafted for way too much money. Yeah, I'm, I'm, it's going to be sad because I think he's one of those guys that even I'm going to be hopeful about. And especially if they're, they'll probably make a splash and get some offensive linemen or something like that. And I'll be like, oh, this is – because he really didn't do – we always talk about it, but it's more of the perception. He he wasn't good by any means, but he wasn't terrible. But and yeah, fantasy wise, he yeah. he got you enough points to be an okay like yeah, right. flex running back. But that's not what you drafted. No, no, back. absolutely not. And you only had one game over eighty yards this year. That is, I mean, I don't know. I really don't know what the issue is, but. I mean, obviously, we know he's talented, like you yep. said. Like, you, you watched that first 
season he had, and you're I was just in awe like of the things he could do. And then I was really hoping this was going to be the year that they just unleash the guy and he just runs through people and outruns them. And just didn't happen. No, and I, I don't know why that is. And I'm not sure if they they just keyed on him. I mean, let's be honest, though. The quarterback situation doesn't help. They had Case Keenum, and then they have Jared Goff. And neither of them commands any respect which from any defense. So if you can... But you would think someone of that caliber would at least break off a huge run yep. from now and then and would get more than well, 80 yards in a game. Now, speaking of that whole team and Jared Goff, it just puts me on another tangent. Bring it back to our league. Okay. I just... I'm really annoyed, actually. Nothing to do with me. Is the who's in the the other team in the championship, the losing team in the championship? People overthink oh, stuff way too much. I know this. this, this, bugs this. Me. Stop! Oh, don't overthink matchups too much here. The person who was in the championship had Tyreek Hill, who has been doing well all the time. And we had a little debate about Tyreek Hill yeah. last week, and I said I'd start locking over him, which didn't work out because Lockett's uh, injury. Uh, I, I did win that bet, by the way. And the problem was I was worried about Hill and the fact that he really wasn't getting any the receiving touchdowns, well, the receiving were, catches. You weren't wrong, were you? And the, but, but the thing <laughs> is, Tyreek Hill can get it done a million ways. So you know what happened is who the guy team the guy who had Tyreek Hill. This is what he did. I guarantee it. He just looked at oh they're playing at Denver. Tyreek Hill's a wide receiver. He can't score. Don't no. It's overthinking it too much. Tyreek Hill does it a million ways. He didn't have any catches. No catches. Nope. He ran the ball nine times for nine or six times for ninety-five yards and a touchdown. One was like I believe a seventy-yard touchdown. Tyreek Hill gets it done a million ways. And the main thing. Well, I was gonna say the problem is not that he didn't no, play him, and that's not it's the problem. Who he played it's instead exactly. Of him. I can hundred percent understand not playing Tyreek Hill with a good option, but he played Kenny Britt. Kenny. Freaking Britt. Which I do have to, I was oh. a huge supporter of when he had Case Keenum. But the problem, yeah, the, when but he had that. And I Jared guess he, Goff, you put him in there and he has not he, looked, but that's some, he's a rookie. That's somebody who only completely based his decisions off matchups. He's thinking, at Denver, oh, can't play him, and Kenny Britt's playing against San Francisco, right? That's got to yeah. do it, right? No, just people overthink things too much. That's why I pretty much stick to, I play who got me there. I don't make too many, too many matchup decisions, except if it's, Basically a defense, honestly. Yeah. It's pretty much defense, or if I maybe if I maybe if I'm streaming quarterbacks, that's like the only time I really care about matchups too much. If you have a wide receiver, a very a good wide receiver, I'm playing. I don't care who your matchup is, you're playing him. I don't care if you're running back. I don't unless it's a flex. It has to be something like that. Yeah. Tyree Kill is so much more explosive and has so much more potential to score. Than Kenny Britt does. Yeah. With Jared Goff as a Exactly. Then that was the thing with oh, Jared Goff. It irritated me so Case much. Keenum, <laughs> Case Keenum liked him. And with yeah. him, he, he wasn't going to score you a ton of points, yeah. but he was going to have an ability. He was probably going to get you 60 yards, yeah. and then he might score a touchdown. Well, which I've, you know, I streamed him in the middle yeah. of the year, and we've talked about this a lot, but the, that just baffled me when I saw who he put in. Because he went out and picked him up, too. Yeah. And I, it's not like you had him lying around on his bench. You know, it's just like, that's what just people need to not overthink these lineup decisions too much and like actually the, the his opponent we talk about is uh, pretty I think he's pretty famous in our league for tinkering with his lineups yeah. way too much and I just don't don't tinker just I, I don't I pretty much stick to what I have except honestly defense is one you can you mess with I mean defense and if you're streaming quarterbacks I don't see the need to and maybe if you have like a third receiver and you have you can play the better matchup between a third and fourth receiver if they're down there but you play the guys who've been getting in there. Tyreek Hill's done it every single week. 
every week he's done this. Like he has since week seven when he really came on, he's only had one week below. He had three point two one week. He had six point one and seven point two. Other than that, he's had seven double digit games in the last ten. I know he. The guy looks like he's in a video game. He doesn't need to catch passes to score to no. get these points either. That's the that's the crazy thing. And I, yeah, it's just. <laughs> I mean, I would have never guessed that he's the eleventh ranked wide receiver this season. Yeah, I, I would have never guessed that he was going to go for an, another game where he had no catches and was going to no. go for fifteen points. But um, you know, I was I was obviously more higher on the guy. Just people need to just matchups are you know there's a reason you do pay attention to them, but don't overthink it too much. Yeah. Just don't don't overthink it. Like a player like Tyreek Hill is not a matchup dependent player. That's for sure. There's so many players out there that are, but yeah. not Tyreek Hill. And once again, <laughs> I, I don't I don't blame him for not playing Tyreek playing him. yet. But no, I, I, I blame him. I blame him for Jerry Goff yeah. as your quarterback. And this. because of him, our our, our oh. champion this year is the famous. He's the, pretty much the heel of the league, yes, if you will. That's for sure. And I mean, like in WWF or something when they had those, <laughs> where just the stereotypical like people they come out and everyone boos them. <laughs> yeah. This that's what this guy is to our league. And I was laughing with uh, another guy in our league and saying. Um, pretty much the Batman quote, where he's not the champion that we deserve, but it's the champion we know, just to get everyone like enraged again and like ready for next year. Maybe I won't be hated as much. <laughs> exactly. I think I think your the hatred towards you is cooling off like very very quickly. <laughs> That's what happens. And it's gonna be a brutal off season though. I can't wait to see what he does for the for oh, the draft. I, I only assume he's going to have T-shirts made of his face and. I'm going to be holding off on sending him that trophy. <laughs> I already told him maybe in March he can get it. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know if I even feel like sending it out. Oh, man. I just – that really – I don't know why. That whole that whole lineup decision has nothing to do with me. It just bothered me. I just hate when people tinker too much and, you know, play play with who got you there for the most part. That's what I just – It's just the Brit thing. But oh. another guy that has been doing phenomenal that – you know, I, I was not down on ever, but I was always down on Kansas City, right? Yep. And I'm always like, they don't throw enough, they don't do this. They are finally figuring out who their weapons are and getting them the ball in unique and kind of like, yeah. you know, intriguing ways. And the other guy on this is Travis Kelsey. And oh, finally, man. this guy is incredibly yep. good. Yep. And I was always like, man, they got to pepper him with the ball more. They got to do this, they got to do that. Well, last week against Denver, very, you know, had tight end not wide receiver 11 catches 160 yards with a touchdown and that touchdown was uh, a quick out yeah and he to a tight <laughs> yeah to a tight end yep. like you didn't give it to your quickest guy on the it, he wasn't he wasn't line he was lining up a receiver most yeah. of that game it felt like every I mean, time i saw he, he was out he one was, athletic guy and he's speaking of next year are you picking kelsey over gronk at this point with gronk's injury concerns Oof. With, with uh, Gronk's injury. If Gronk's healthy, I'm still picking Gronk. But Gronk isn't a healthy. And he I, hasn't been. Yeah, he might he, be healthy he's someone that you're going to really worry about. I think this is where it comes down with tight end now. And Kelsey is great, right? Yep. But And he is the number one overall tight end. Yep. But because he's also the number one tight end with only four touchdowns this year. That's true. Which, obviously, touchdowns for tight ends go up and down like crazy, but you can always find someone. I think this just shows me I'm not grabbing a tight end anywhere near the top. Yeah, and, if, I mean, you if, know, in the first five rounds, like, Gronk was always that difference maker, where it's very tough to find that in tight end, I, right? I, I don't think I'd touch one, though. I feel like Kelsey will be the second tight end off the board. I think he's going to be Gronk, then it's going to be Kelsey. 
And then I really want to see what these injuries, where he ends up with. Because, I mean, Jordan Reed is such an injury-prone player. Yeah. So it's Greg great. Olson has just fallen off. Yeah, but he's still number two overall. Like, it shows you how inconsistent it's just he's, are. It's just because he's there every week. That's yeah. it. He plays every week, but he hasn't had a double-digit game since week nine. But name me another tight end that has been consistent. There really isn't much. Jimmy Graham's been pretty solid, but he's in, he's had Even some him, bad though. games. Even the last three he, weeks, he's he only has four catches. Down. He only has four catches the last yeah. three weeks. Okay, I mean, he went... I mean, the last four weeks, right? So 12 points, 1.6, 3.1, and then 10 again. So, yeah. I mean, he's been very up and down, too. And I was like, the other one's Delaney Walker, who hasn't really had, I mean, he hasn't had a lot of big games lately either. So no. it's, it's Gronk and Kelsey to me. And then if, if, I mean, Jordan Reed, he could be healthy to start next year. It doesn't mean anything. He's, yeah. he's injured all the time. I can't trust that guy. It's, yeah, it's like if you don't get one of those top guys, if you can steal Kelsey for cheaper than you think, I would try to get like an auction draft. I'd get him. Mm-hmm. Gronk's still going to go for too much for my taste. I, I really think next year uh, it's probably going to be one of those situations where I, I kind of listen at the rumor mill to who's going to be the next big thing. Well, I th- and I'm probably going to go for that guy late. I think I'll go. I'm going to probably try to go after like I'm going to hope to steal Tyler Eifert for not much because he's uh, that's he's, a good one. He hasn't played much this year, but yeah. he's been good when he did play. He's hurt again now. He's <laughs> you know so I, I think he can. Because yeah. I can get him for literally for hopefully not much. People hopefully will be you know another injury concerns with tight ends. It's just all over the place, you know. Yeah, I mean you, you look, it's just riddled with. Well, I mean, there's no one. There's no one I, I really trust. Kelsey is really the only one. Yeah. Well, Cameron Brait's now on IR with a back injury. That's so. too bad because he was doing. <laughs> he was doing solid. really very. Yeah, actually, might as well talk about some of these injuries in case people are playing next week. Marcus Mariota's out for the season. Oh my dude, how bad Which do you feel? The season's not for next week. Yeah, <laughs> how bad do you feel for the Raider Nation? Oh, Derek Carr, man. And they were looking very, very good. They actually had a playoff hopeful team. Yeah. I mean, they're going to make the playoffs, obviously, but to have do you think they stand any chance in the playoffs I, without Matt Carr? McGloin at quarterback? No. <laughs> not a chance. Matt how, McGloin, how, no. Oh, how painful is that? Maybe they should throw Connor Cook out there. <laughs> yeah, you should, really should. How can he? He can't be worse than Matt McGloin. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Some of the injuries: Carlos Hyde's out with an MCL injury, so he yeah. won't be playing next week. Melvin Gordon, he might, he could play next week. Why they would I play him, I have why. no idea. So hopefully they don't. Ryan Matthews is out next week. No one Go really figure. cares. He's that's big surprise yeah. there. Hopefully you don't have to worry about much of these. Ezekiel uh, Elliott probably won't play much this coming week, so. If you have him and you're in the championship of Week 17, that's why you don't play Week 17. Yeah, <laughs> sitting your best players. You know the um, the Steelers too. Le'Veon Bell, he doesn't. They don't really have a reason to play. They're pretty much locked up, so he might not play. Oh, I would think him, maybe a couple series. Oh, that, I think Roethlisberger, you know, him and Brown. Yep. There's no need. Yeah, you're not going to no see need. them. So. I mean, you're going to be scrambling if you're playing next week. If you have, if, and if you are playing next week, chances are you had Bell or you had Elliott. Yeah. I mean, those <laughs> Bell, Elliott, and Johnson are on so many championship teams. It's crazy. You had two of them. <laughs> I did. Yep. <laughs> That's how you win. But man, got anything else for us, Jeff? No. no I just, mean, it's funny. I, I mean. If you are playing, good luck to you guys. But I think most everyone's seasons are done. Yep. And, uh, you know, hopefully people that are listening to this 
are still Whoa. geek because they won a championship or came close at least, and it you know it's fueling the fire to do it again Whoa. next year. And if you are playing next week, we will be back with one more episode this week, and we'll give you a little take on it, a little preview, give you give you a little preview in our own little way. So we'll try to help you out with that. If you are playing, just send us a question on Twitter at the FF Profit, and we'll definitely answer it because I know there's not too many of you out there that'll be having Week 17 questions. But until then, that is all we got. 